Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the nation's capital, this is the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast with your host, Rob Snowett. Thanks for downloading the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. This is Series 1. Episode 53, Alternative Sources for Fly Pine Material. It's another one of those major inclement weather days today. It's the first week of June, and we have Tropical Storm Andrea, or is it Andrea? Now, yesterday, someone tweeted that it was pronounced like the girl from 90210, and that was Ginger Z from ABC News. Kind of an attractive uh, news lady there, you know? She's, she's easy on the eyes. So uh, I don't know what the storm's name is, but it's kind of weird. We're getting about four inches of rain. We still have about two and a half inches to go today. I've got a trip in the morning with some Girl Scouts, so we're trading flies for cookies. And I hope that they can still make it. And I'm hoping that our float out for snakeheads and bass on Sunday, the water won't be too off-colored. And the cicadas are going to be out in full force. I'm pretty stoked for that. The whole uh, podcast idea for this is the shout-out for this episode. That's going to be Aaron O. Now, Aaron, you do have a hard and long last name to pronounce. That's why you just go by Aaron O on the TPFR forum. Aaron wanted to know some of the alternate locations and sources for my fly tying materials. So there were, and there's three ways to do this podcast. One, 
I could go to all these locations with a clipboard or a laptop and go through all the aisles and write down all these things and what they can be used for. I don't have time for that. The second option would be go through the gear closet, which is where I keep all my fly tying materials, and go through all those products and find out ones that were sourced from alternate locations and write all those down. But I don't have time for that, and that would make a complete freaking mess. So the third option was to just sit down here with uh, some Microsoft Word, thanks to Mr. Bill Gates, and just kind of brainstorm for a couple of weeks about where I get some of the material. And Mark, also known as Namphos, spell his nickname backwards, you get his last name, on TPFR wants to do a kind of get-together where we go to different stores and everyone just kind of chips in and buys a whole bunch of this alternate materials and then we can split it up because often the fly shops are going to be more expensive than what you're going to get at a craft store. So you can get a whole skein, S-K-E-I-N, of chenille for you know nine bucks like 300 yards at a craft store where you could spend 350 for you know three yards at the fly shop and i don't want to knock the fly shops that's the whole part of this i'm going to mention fly shops and where i get everything so um you know what places to get fly tie material you know go everywhere so um, we're going to talk about fly shops Roadkill, craft stores, hardware stores, fly fishing shows, the dollar store, eBay, knitting stores, and big box stores. And I want to start off by saying uh, this is brought to you by Hairline Dubbin. I just put a huge order in. The wife hasn't seen the credit card bill yet, but she's going to be pissed. I got a major shipment of Clear Cure Goo, which I'm still having trouble working with. I know everyone loves it and swears by it, but it just doesn't work for my needs on my synthetics. So I've got to play with it more. Got just a ton of stuff. I got Chernobyl ant cutouts. So you can, it's basically a cookie mold, cookie cutter for Chernobyl ants, three sizes and foam beetles. So that's going to make teaching Chernobyl to the next beer tie easier for me because people don't have to sit there and cut them all out. I can just go with a shoebox full of different colors and sizes and people can just have at it. And then I don't have to make a mess rounding the edges off. Let's just want some of the things I bought. And I started fly time, yeah, I would say 1994. And I knew there was the Orvis store, and I soon learned about Urban Angler. Not Urban Angler. Angler's Lie. I'm sorry. Angler's Lie was where I bought my first vice. Grizz sold it to me in uh, 94. It was spring break, 94. Dave Orton. Dave's coming back from Africa soon. We're going to do a snakehead trip with Mike Wazalewski my old high school buddies, but I didn't always have time to go out there. So I had to find some other stuff to use for fly time and sitting in a Spanish class. One day I looked on the wall and saw all these art projects and then you had pipe cleaners and foam and feathers and buttons and beads. So I would lean my chair back and, and you know, kind of pop some of these off of people's Spanish high school projects. They were already graded. So it didn't matter if they're missing some, I would take those home and play with them. I made some woolly buggers out of pipe cleaners, which eventually rusted because I was using them in the ocean. First time I ever fly fished in the ocean. It was uh, it was senior year, Memorial Day weekend. My mom took me down to visit my grandma. It turns out it was the last uh, time I ever went to visit her down there. She moved up a couple months later to live with us up here. 
They were right on the ocean. Fantastic place to go fishing. And then my girlfriend's senior year, Dilcia Francesca. She was Venezuelan, and she's kind of a strange bird. She lived exactly two miles down the same street from me, Glade Drive in Reston. And she wouldn't drive. She couldn't figure out how to get to my house. So she would usually just walk the two miles if she wouldn't let me pick her up. She also was, what, 19 as a senior and refused for me to drive her to school. She always wanted to take the bus with, like, the 14-year-old boys. I'm like, oh, my God, you're driving these kids crazy. You're a little more developed than the girls their age. So Dilcia one day, we were walking, and there was a dead squirrel out by my parents' house. I was like, all right, stay right here. I'll be right back. And I ran home and got some pliers. And one of us held up the squirrel by the tail, and the other one cut it off. So I'm guessing she held the tail, and I cut it. And that was one source of alternate fly tie material. That was when I was tying parachute posts made out of squirrel hair, which I haven't tied a parachute post probably to almost 20 years now. I also worked at the rest and day camp and there were feathers on the wall for craft store projects. So I would take a couple pieces of marabou here and there and uh, I had a parakeet. His name was Skippy. So my first flies really were made out of craft store and uh, parakeet feathers. And yarn, I, I don't know where I got the yarn from. But I remember going down to Seneca section of Potomac, where George Washington's old Potomac Canal is, and catching fish on these flies. I didn't have a vice. I just had probably the same pliers we used to cut the squirrel's tail off. And I would rubber band the hand together to keep it shut. And I'd hold it between my knees, and with just sewing thread, I would wrap this stuff around and half hitch it and start tying flies. So that's just a long story about how I got into fly tying and then eventually had to you know, find alternate sources for fly tying material. All right, so let's talk about, I said we're going to do uh, fly shops, roadkill, craft stores, hardware stores, fly fishing show, dollar stores, eBay, duty stores, big box. All right, the fly shops that I am going to visit to purchase my material. And granted, we've got four Orvises here. Three of them have fly tying material. One doesn't. We also have Urban Angler. Both of them have fly tying sections, but they don't carry a full variety. Say what uh, Bob Marriott's in California does or what the old Angler's Lie had. So I've got to find alternate places to buy materials that I need when my local shops, which is my first go-to, don't have what I need. I'm also, as I said, going to be searching for bargains, and I'm also searching for bulk. So we have Orvis. Mentioned Urban Angler. We have the Yellow Breaches Fly Shop in Pennsylvania. That's where you can buy Bill Skilton's material. Bob Marriott's. Uh, it's about 20 minutes from Long Beach, California. Mad River Outfitters in Dublin, Ohio. Chagrin River Outfitters, which is in the town of Chagrin Falls. You've got Whitaker's in Pulaski. Melinda's in the village of Altmar, New York. All Seasons, which is also in... Pulaski, New York. And then the big ones, you've got Bass Pro Shops. And you got the one up here in Baltimore. And Cabela's, I'll stop at the one when I can, Hamburg, PA. I know Jason's a huge fan. He's he's not too far from there. So he's lucky enough. I can only go to Cabela's, you know, at Christmas when we go to Ohio. And then you've got Discount Fly and Tackle, which is in Denver. And now there's also All Seasons in Denver. You've also got Charlie's Fly Box, two shops I have not been to. And, of course, Breckenridge Outfitters. Discount Flying Tackle, it's on Santa Fe Avenue. 
Denver, Colorado. If you go to their website, you can buy fly lines for about nine or ten dollars. They, uh, I, I haven't fished them yet, but they look fine. They're factory rejects, so the color is a little off. That's about it. And last time I was in there, besides leaving my driver's license and not being able to buy beer in Colorado, I had to use my Costco card. The lady was just like, anything with your photo on it, I'll let you buy beer. I was like, where were you when I was in high school and college? They had like steamer trunks, you know, that you take to sleepaway camp. And those were the sail bins. And I dumped them out and went through everything. And I got like a whole trash bag full of discount material, which is perfectly fine. You know, some companies just change the logo. Orvis did. And then everything goes on sale just to get rid of it, to get the new logos. So those are the fly shops. Those are your go-to places for your typical fly tie materials. But let's talk about alternate locations. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So roadkill, I mentioned that already. We're talking birds and mammals. Both warm-blooded creatures, so they are going to have a lot of parasites on them that suck their blood. These pests will jump off their host, squirrel, deer, raccoon, crow, pigeon, to find a new host once that body is cold. So they're going to see that it's dead. They're going to feel it. Something's wrong. They're not able to get that warm blood off their host anymore. So they're going to jump ship. When we were in vertebrate zoology in college, we had to stuff mammals and it was your job to go out and collect them. So we had set out mammal traps all over town, but it was easier just to get roadkill. So one day I found a freshly killed possum and I'm riding down campus holding this bloody possum by the tail going to put it in the freezer. Because once it's in the freezer in a bag, everything jumps off and dies. Well, one of the guys brought in a squirrel that I think he actually hit on the way in. Like he said he swerved to kill it. And he has it on the desk in the lab and there's just mites and fleas and stuff just jumping off of it. If you ever get a chance to see a squirrel up close, there's always things just flying around it and jumping off of it. And you'll see bot fly lumps on them. They're just, that's why they have 20 nests. If you didn't know a squirrel nest, here's a uh, vocabulary word for you, if you will. It's called a dray, D-R-E-Y. That is the technical name for a squirrel nest. Squirrels have up to 20 nests, and they rotate them based on the parasite infestations in each of them. But I digress, as always. So you want to put your creature in the freezer or let it sit out before the flies get to it. You want a fresh kill. And basically, uh, you know, cut off what you need, like tails, fox, raccoon, whatever. Then you want to put it in the freezer to make sure you kill all the pests. And then you're going to want to put any of that meat in like a salt or borax compound to dry that meat out and keep it from rotting. I left a nice foxtail sitting in my parents' garage for too long afterwards. And the animals eventually eventually got to it and basically shredded it. So I, I wanted to make little foxy clousers, but it never happened because the animals, domestic beetles, who knows what else in my parents' garage got to it and just tore it up. So it was no use to me. But you can get deer tails and all sorts of different types of birds. 
if you're brave enough to go out there and collect it from Roadkill, it's free. But it always is not going to be the same quality you're going to get from the fly shop. Like the rabbit from a fly shop, Tom Rosenbauer and his podcast for Orvis mentioned that a lot of their rabbits hides come from Australia, the introduced rabbits, and they're going to be cleaned properly and dyed in a fashion that's going to be different. Some of the animals are raised. They're genetically bred to have a specific texture or length or feel to the material. And your wild deer that lives in your yard that gets run over by the mailman, it's not going to be the same thing. So you're going to have to, you know, there's not a quality control that's going on with mother nature for your fly time materials. But hey, you know, if you pick up feathers and stuff, go for it. Craft stores. This is the big one. Near me, I'm lucky enough to have Michaels, AC Moore, Joanne Fabrics, and G Street Fabrics within about a two-mile radius. Bailey's Crossroads and Seven Corners. So I can go and hit those up. It's a fun place for the, the pixie to go with me. And you can also use your smartphone. You can get the Michaels app, which brings up their weekly coupon. Or you can just go to their website and you can use the coupon in the store. It's usually 40% off any item. So you can use those and help save money. Now, the things you're going to get at the craft stores, you're going to get closed-celled foam. You can get it plain. You can get big sheets, little sheets. You can get sticky back sheets. You can get sheets with glitter on them. Foam is great for all sorts of terrestrials, nymph backs. You can even cut it up and make your own squiddy style strike indicators. Foam is one of my favorite things to tie with. You already know that. You listen to my interview with Bill Skilton. His foam, of course, is the best. His stuff is different than what you're going to get at the craft store or he alters it. But great source for foam is going to be your craft stores. Chenille. You can get really thick chenille. Let me, I got a bag right here. Hold on a second. I picked this stuff up at Michael's. It is called Loops Threads Festive Fur for Ruhr, F-O-U-R-R-U-R-E, Festive. Oh, I guess that's just another language. And then the PL Festivo, 35 yards, net weight, 3.5 ounces. It is short, uh, color chartreuse or canary. This stuff is like... It's super thick. I haven't really figured out what to do with it, but I mean, it's, it's Mondo huge. And it was $1.99 on sale from $6.99. AC Moore once had these grab bags. It was six pounds of chenille for $6. And it was just in black. But black is a very popular color. So if you see something like that, buy it. Because you know you're going to use it eventually. Beads are another huge thing. You're going to spend, you know, three bucks for 20 beads at the fly shop. But at the craft store, you can get a tube of check beads for a dollar something, two dollars for, you know, a thousand. You can buy, if you're tying little midges or little caddis, you want those little black beads. I mean, you can buy a thousand for a dollar there. They also have metal beads. They have wood beads. They have turquoise beads. They also have the string beads that you can use for eggs. A lot of beads. I prefer the beads from AC Moore. They're check glass. I use them on my woolly buggers. I use them on my stoneflies for steelhead. They don't seem to crack or break. They have all sorts of colors. I wish they had chartreuse, but I get pink, orange, and purple. Those are the ones I use, and they go in like one, two, three, and four aught. 
I can't remember off the top of my head because I don't, I'm not going through my material, but the bigger ones are the ones you want for your woolly bluggers. You can buy paintbrushes. You can have synthetic and natural ones. The natural ones are going to be made of animal hide. Those are great for tails on mayflies or other insects that have little things sticking out of them. Eyelash yarn. You want to go with the Martha Stewart stuff. That is fantastic. It is metallic. There's also another brand of metallic eyelash yarn that's there. I can't remember the name of it. When I was out at Polaris in Columbus, Ohio, I picked up purple eyelash yarn that is metallic purple. It is 100% like glittery. I think I paid $3 and it's a skein the size of a basketball. It's huge. Tiny Elvis would say, hey man, that is huge. You can get your scissors. No, back to the eyelash yarn. There's also fluorescent ones that I'm using for my baby Potomac goldfish right now. Now there's goldfish in the Potomac. There's got to be babies. They got to be stupid. Fish have got to eat them. You never see baby goldfish. Maybe that's because they're always eaten. But I'm tying up fluorescent orange baby goldfish right now. And I'm using this eyelash yarn. And if you follow me on the Instagram and Twitter, you've seen pictures of it. Scissors. Uh, Fiskers are great. They're super sharp. You can use your coupon to get a $20 pair of scissors for 12 bucks. Of course, you've got the best ones, which are the gingers. And uh, name dropping, my mom's best friend's husband's a ginger, so he's like the heir to the. I think they sold him though, but sewing people swear by the ginger scissors. You can get all sorts of scissors back there, little ones, big ones, super sharp. Beading wire that is great for your weed guards. I use beading wire for weed guards. I tie it in the back of the shank, and then I. Tie the fly and then I wrap it forward and tie it to the front. It's coated in a little plastic so it's not going to rust on you. And I like it a little bit better than using monofilament. It's a little more sturdy. What else do we have? There's GIMP. GIMP is plastic or Rex lace. You can use that for wrapping segmentation on your nymphs. That's what we use on some of our shad flies. It's dirt cheap and you get about a thousand yards for it. The feathers you're going to get at the craft store, then eh, you're going to pay a little more for, you know, it's like seven bucks for two pheasant tails. They'll have guinea feathers. They've got feather boas. They've got just random like packs of feathers. They're not always the ones you want for tying flies. They've got guinea feathers. They've got partridge. So go through and see what they have. But, you know, again, most of the feathers, they are not specifically made or bred for fly tying. You're not going to get good webby woolly bugger. Marabou there. Stretch magic is what we used for the segmentation on our shad flies this spring. It's also kind of, it looks like V rib or vinyl rib. It's clear. It's black. There's also chartreuse. There's pink. There's white per clear with glitter makes great. And it just makes great segmentations for your flies. It stretches so you can have uh, you know, different segmentation as you're wrapping it, you can pull on it, make it a little skinnier. It's great for bonefish flies, and it's like $2 for 30 feet. There's foam paint. I bought some, never really found a use for it, but you can paint foam with it. Troll heads, you can get uh, basically craft fur from the troll heads. You can also get puffer balls, and you can also buy... Ghost heads. Those are the puffer balls that I use for my worm patterns. 
Koosh balls have the rubber legs on them. Those might also be at the checkout. The puffer balls and ghost heads, you can sometimes find them in the dollar bin. I just got two for a penny each, so that's two cents, and I can probably get seven or eight dozen flies off the two of those. You can also buy felt for making crab bodies, googly eyes, which you can glue on, or doll eyes also. The variety of markers there, the prism markers or prismatic, you can also get a variety of Sharpies. Beaded chain, you can get maybe one or two foot strands there in different sizes. Polyfill, it's what I use to tie the what I call the spooge on my steelhead egg flies. It's what you would stuff a dog toy or stuffed animal with. It's a synthetic, and when it gets wet, it's got this clear kind of milky color to it. And you buy a bag of that for two or three bucks, it's going to last you a lifetime. Ultra suede is another material that you can get at G Street Fabrics. Ultra suede is what Virginians use for the CK bait fish and CK express minnow. It's used for the tails on the claw dads. I have now switched over using the curly tails for my bass fly and snakehead flies because I was using rubber tails and they just get ripped and the hook will go through them and ruin them. Ultra suede, it's difficult to work with. It's kind of hard to cut. It's definitely more economical to buy it and do it yourself, but it's a pain. Hairline Dubbin is no longer carrying them because the price keeps going up. But you can look on eBay. I was there yesterday. You can get all sorts of swatches and different colors and sizes to use. Craft fur, you've got tan and black. And that's what you can use to make uh, little bonefish flies, little clouser minnows. Sun visors, I mentioned that in the last podcast. If you're a guide and you want some cheap sun visors just to keep in your boat or your car or your gear bag, they're a dollar. They're made out of foam. Little divider containers, if you want to separate hooks, flies, beads, dumbbell eyes, they're pretty inexpensive to get little divider containers there. They also sell bead tweezers for about a buck fifty from the fly shop. They're nine dollars, the same exact ones. Mylar tubing, if you're making saltwater flies, barracuda flies, fly shops, you get about three feet for the same price. You get about forty feet at AC Moore, and it comes in pearl, blue, pink, green, red. Pretty cool stuff. It's about uh, three quarters of an inch wide. You can get pom poms to make egg flies and carp flies, egg sucking leeches. Leather strips, if you want to use leather in the uh, sort of moccasin-making section. They also sell ribbons. And I'm trying to think of other stuff that's there. There's so many options when you go through that craft store. And you know I'm going to forget stuff, but that's the gist of what you can get. And that's just saying you know one thing. Each one of those is going to have a variety underneath it. So it's like saying... Well, there's foam, but there's like five or six different types of foam, and then you can make hoppers, terrestrials out of them. You can, like I said, strike indicators. There's all the different incarnations of what you can make from that stuff. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Hardware stores, Home Depot, Lowe's, True Value. I already mentioned Hobby Lobby, and we have the Hobby Store next to AC Moore and Fairfax, intersection of Pickett and... Little River Turnpike. Super glue. I prefer Bob Smith Industries BSI. I'm also using Loctite, which Devin from Devin's Fishing Report got me into. I can't find it, though, and I kind of need it this weekend because I plan on tying a lot of flies. We've got the Snakehead Tournament coming up in two weeks, PotomacSnakehead.com. 
and I need a lot of flies for that. And I need to super glue my weed guards down. Copper pipes. Copper pipes are used in, well, you can make your own hair stackers with them. They're about a foot long. They're made of copper. You can also use them to make foam cylinders. So you can push down on a piece of craft foam and get like a penny size piece out. You can use that to make uh, Harrison Steve's beetle. You can use that to make like a Kevin Arculio type pattern. Beaded chain. You can go to the back of Home Depot or Lowe's for the lighting section and get about 15 feet of gold plated, silver plated, or what about bronze colored bead chain. That's what I use on my one inch clousers. It's also what I use on my damselfly nymphs. Go through a lot of bead chain. Bill's hardware, Bill's true value. It's cat corner to where the old urban angler slash angler's lie was in Arlington. You can get They've got spools, you know, of like 600 feet of airy size bead chain. They've got aluminum. They've got stainless steel. So they're different densities. I go for the stainless steel large ones. And, of course, I took a picture and got the model number. It's about 50 or 60 bucks to get an entire spool yourself online. Um, I usually just go and get six or seven feet at a time. I've got my pliers. I can clip the individual dumbbells apart. It's a pain in the butt, but it's more economical, and I can get the big bead chain I need for my Helgramites some of my woolly buggers, and my popsicle flies. Soldering lead, it's, you know, if you want to use lead, you can get soldering lead. You can go on um, line and order it. I don't know what size I use. I forgot what Bill Skilton uses, but for about $35, you can get, you know, 10 years worth of soldering lead for wrapping around your hook shank. Paintbrushes. You can use the clear paint brushes. It's basically microfibits, which are sold as mayfly tails. You know, the fly shops are going to have black, dun, um, ginger. They might have yellow. You're just going to get basically black, brown, or clear. But one paintbrush that's worth $2 is going to have a lifetime worth of tails. And I use those for my trachos. Cottering pins. What's a co- oh cottering pins? Yeah, so that's what you can use to make an articulated shank with. They're metal. Just look up cottering pin. They're kind of heavy and bulky, but you can make articulated flies with them. Tape. Jay Fishy Fulham. He makes that duct tape fly. You can get epoxy there. You know, if you're still using epoxy, five minute epoxy. Most people are switching over to like clear cure goo, UV cured products. Window foam. There's two types of window foam. You've got the tubular made by Frost King. And that's what I use for my Foam Depot fly. You can also cut it in like coins, like Canadian bacon uh, cross sections, and use that for beetle foam. It's ultra light. It's like five bucks for a hundred feet, and it makes very easy to tie bass flies. Now the other type of foam is what you would stick around your windows or your inside of your door. So one side is sticky, one side's not. And that basically just keeps your door, it fills that gap between the door and like the inside to keep cold air from moving through. I've played with it. The sticky part's kind of annoying, but it makes good beetles. You can stick two pieces together and make Chernobyl ants or hoppers. Comes in like Hershey's Brown. Pipe insulating foam. It's about six feet long, maybe five or six dollars. And that's what I use for my mice. You can get different thicknesses. So depending if you want to use a five or eight weight fly rod, you can throw bigger, heavier mice patterns. I love it. It splats. It never sinks. It's very inexpensive. You don't feel too bad when you lose it or when a, a large mouth destroys it because their teeth 
on brown trout and largemouth, in my experience, will definitely shred up some of that pipe insulation foam. You can also make beetles and ants and cicadas, whatever you want out of it. It's not going to sink. And ice scrapers, you've got the brush on it for cleaning snow off your windows. Those bristles would be a great alternative for, say, crystal flash or something else in beetle legs. It's very fibrous. It's black. They're prickly. They're plastic. Tie those in. Shabam. You got it. Car chamois. Those are the little ones that you put on your hand. They've got little green nubs all over them. You can tie little woolly buggers with them. You can tie green weenies. You can tie caterpillars. You've seen them. You've always wanted to use them. Fly tying. And what else do I have? Plastic beads. I saw plastic beads at the fabric store, so that's in the wrong location. If you want to do damselflies, they have plastic beads. I think it's like the wedding section. They're white. They're pearl, maybe black and pink. Get a big strain of plastic bees. That'll give you eyeballs on shrimp, crabs, etc. That are not going to give it weight. So plastic beads also are not going to rust. Most metal beads are going to rust in the ocean. Let's talk about the fly fishing show. The one in Somerset is the big one. That's where I load up on a lot of material. So that's a non-fly shop source, but you're buying them from fly shops at this location. The Fly Shack, Badger Creek, Tight Lines, Eastern Trophies, Great Feathers, Bear's Den. Those are where I buy a lot of my materials in the winter. Bear's Den, a little more pricey. You know what? I was spending six bucks a pop on a pack of ostrich plumes at Bear's Den. I was getting in the dollar bin from Tight Lines. So I'm going to have a lot of cash. I may be in Costa Rica next year for my cousin's wedding. I'm not sure yet. But if I'm not in Costa Rica, I'll be at Somerset and hopefully spending a lot of money. The dollar stores, you've got Dollar Tree, and they're going to have one millimeter packs of foam. They're going to have puffer balls for a dollar. They come in red and pink and blue and black and yellow and orange and chartreuse and flesh colored. So you can buy puffer balls in pretty much any color there, and they're usually a dollar. There's some other things you could buy at the dollar store. I can't think off the top of my head. We also have, I think it's Dollar Plus next to us, next to the Harris Teeter by Barcroft Plaza. They sell skeins of chenille. Now, Richie at Urban Angler was concerned that it's not made for fly tying chenille so that it would come apart or the dye would come off. So I bought, you know, a full skein for $1.89. They've got baby blue, they've got royal purple, they've got olive, and they've got fuchsia, like steelhead fuchsia. And I bought some, and the dye doesn't come off, so go for it. Anybody at the beer tie that wants me to pick some up and bring it, no worries. I can do that. The eyelash yarn didn't really do it for me. I've got enough of the ones that I'm currently using. Rebecca's picked some up there. Some other people have stopped in. And when you're there, you want to stop at Super Pollo next door. It's probably the best Peruvian chicken around. You're going to want to get the coleslaw. You're going to want to get the plantains. My wife will tell you to get the pinto beans, and you have to get the fried yuca. Get two orders of the fried yuca. It's that good. So that's the dollar stores. And you can also, while you're in there, get your Gatorade or your Big Ice Tea for a dollar, your Slim Jims. They've also got sunflower seeds for a dollar. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the dollar store. eBay, write this name down. Parker Flies, P-A-R-K-E-R. I buy a lot of material from them. They sell the squirmy, wormy stuff that 
Greg Heiss used in his original Wormy Fly. And I'll be bringing some of that for people to play with at the next beer tie. Type in the word chenille skin, and you're going to find all sorts of skeins of chenille. Big ones, little ones, thick ones, black ones, blue ones, purple ones, every color imaginable. And that can really help you if you're tying a lot of woolly buggers. They've got it. I bought my rooster tails on eBay. You can get them strong. I like those for my streamer patterns, my woolly buggers, or my bacon fly. It's They're big, they're bulky, they're webby. And I love that black iridescence. Dumbbell eyes, you can load up on dumbbell eyes online. Ultra suede is also on eBay, and you can buy eyelash yarn. You, there's so many materials you can get on eBay wholesale, too, in bulk, bead chain, um, glass beads, metal beads. There's just loads of things on eBay, and then for now, you're still not paying tax. Until the government passes it and makes it official, your online purchases are still tax-free. Knitting shops, we have Alan's Wool Gatherer, which is on Route 50 at Lomans Plaza, right off 495 here. Great source for Japanese chenille skeins. I haven't even made a dent in the ones I've been cutting up for three years now. I've got purple and I've got green. You can also get mohair there, like a full skein for $6. Now, Aylan goes to Turkey and brings this mohair back. It's like the real deal. They have eyelash yarns and wool yarn. I mean, you've just got to go in there. They've got everything. It's a little hard to get to. You got It's between 7-Eleven and Giant. And you've got to go through that little like alleyway with the trees. And then there's a little building before the Taekwondo studio. You open the door, take the elevator up to the third floor. Tell them I sent you all right, other stores. You got the Delray Variety Store, which is in Delray, Virginia, near the cheese store I used to work at. And they sell, you know, yarns and beads and feathers and foam, all sorts of stuff. I get my pink wormy material there. They're called spaghetti balls, and it's this translucent pink. That's what we used at the Healing Waters Two Fly Tournament and caught brook trout and rainbow trout and smallmouth and rock bass all day on this pink wormy. It's great for largemouth. I had a carp inhale one, but I missed the hook set. I just bought another one of these balls the other day. They're about $4, but it's well, well worth it. The wig store, if you want to tie some big saltwater patterns, Dollar Store has these too, like hair extensions. Target also has them, I believe. Uh, you can just tie all sorts of huge, long baitfish patterns, and you can get a three-foot section of Hair extensions. And you can also put them in your hair if you want. I'm not going to hold it against you. Also scissors. They got scissors. Lots of scissors at the wig store. Unique thrift store. That's a place here in Falls Church. I got this Nikon Cool Picks 2500 camera. I paid $12.99 for it. It has the battery. It has the flash card in it. I paid $12.99. 128 megabyte flash card. This same camera in 2003, I think I paid 150 bucks and then $75 for the a 75 megabyte card. And then it got stolen out of my pocket at a Dave Matthews concert, literally 20 hours after it showed up in the mail. So I was pretty pissed. That was when James Brown came out and jammed with the Dave Matthews band. It was a fun night. And then we were backstage all night, and I was so bummed after losing my camera. I wasn't wasn't partying with everybody. I think John Mayer was there. 
I was sitting next to Dave Matthews' wife for a little bit. But it's a cool camera, and it's, you know what? I got it. It's a spare. I can take it on the boat. I can let the pixie play with it, whatever. But they also have just bags of knitting material, so you can get yarns and chenilles. You never know what you're going to find in that store. I also got a pair of Quicksilver uh, shorts for 6 bucks, new with tags. So if you're in the area unique thrift store, it's awesome. Best Buy. You're like, Best Buy? What are you going to get at Best Buy for time flies? Well, they sell these neoprene zipper cases for laptops. And to keep them from collapsing on the shelves, they're full of foam. Now, just take the foam out, walk up to the front, and be like, eh, yeah, the kid in the back said I could have this, and they'll let you go. It makes great filler for DIY fly boxes. So if you're using Altoids boxes or you're going to the container store and getting the 4x6 photograph plastic holders, all you have to do is cut out a section of this foam and glue it in there, and you got your own DIY Flybox. Office Playground is a website that I learned about through Zach Matthews on his forum. And they sell uh, puffer balls and all sorts of other little crazy yo-yo things. Khalil ties a worm fly he calls the boot lace. And it's got some pretty cool action in the water. Costume stores, if you want to tie gar flies, basically just go and get an afro and cut off a couple inches of the afro material. And that can be your Garfly material. They've also got puffer balls there and balloons and mylar balloons. So you can use the back of your mylar balloons to glue to foam for crease flies. I'm trying to think. We were just in the big party whatever store. Tons of different things in there. I'm just drawing a blank at the moment. But it's for you to go and discover yourself. So go in there one day and just walk around and figure it out. Big lots. Also has all sorts of craft stuff, foam, party supplies, hair extensions, mylar balloons. Fake rose petals are another thing. That's what I wanted to mention at the party supply store. So fake rose petals you throw at the end of a wedding, those will make fantastic insect wings. They're venated, venous, they have the, the veins in them that insects have. So what you do is you just tie that in and you basically you've got a nice little uh, red or pink or white synthetic material that's pretty sturdy and can use as an insect wing. And you got the feathers. They also sell feather wreaths at some of these stores, feather boas. So go there, explore, find out for yourself what you can tie with. And let's finish this off with the big box stores, Walmart, Kmart, Target. You can get tennis balls there. Why would you need a tennis ball? Well, Davenport has an idea to use the little green fuzz off tennis ball to use as dubbing. And speaking of little fuzz, it reminds me that you can probably just reach into your belly button and pull something out and get some free dubbing there. And if you vary the colors of your shirts, you can get different belly button lint. Also, that just brings me to your dryer lint. You know, you can use that for dubbing. Christmas tinsel. Now, again, these materials are not the same as like Flashaboo. So they're not really always made to hold up in the water. So you have to experiment with them. Christmas tinsel, craft foam, gimp, streamers for bicycles, for the handlebars, lead heads. Ah, yes. Yeah, so lead heads. If you're tying jig heads for your shad darts like me, you get them there. Monofilament. If you want to tie big mono eyes, you know, 40, 50 pound, or if you want to use that for your weed guards they sell yarn at the back of walmart years ago i picked up a black chenille with tinsel in it stuff's awesome i should have bought 
10 skeins of it. I still have a bunch from that one skein, but it's, it's really cool stuff. Never seen it anywhere else. I have scissors, the word airplane. Why do I have the word airplane written down? I don't know. I have the word airplane written down. You can get balloons, tinsel chenille. Oh, crack bags. These are the little bags in the craft section that, you know, you not that I know what crack would come in. You know, only my students would leave their little drug bags behind. And then the student police officer guy would say he would look into it and nothing would ever happen. But uh, these little Ziploc bags are great for putting your flies in. Once you tie them, you can just put them in your little, you know, three by two Ziploc bag, stick in your pocket. And then once you get to your car, stick them in your, you know, vest or chest pack, whatever. They're great just to keep in your pocket. Also, when you're at the beer tie, those are great just to hand people to put their flies in and take home. And the last thing, and this came to me at my last job, the big consulting firm, where, quote from my boss, you are not allowed to be creative in this job. End quote. Now that really hurt me, pissed me off because I'm kind of a creative guy. That's where all this comes from is being able to walk through a store and seeing something and knowing that you can make a fly out of it. That's something I've been doing for 20 years and I love it. And Aaron wanted me to do a podcast on it. So here it is. But I was in the conference room one day, you know, a five minute conference meeting that takes an hour and a half and you've got the tip of your ballpoint pen and it's metal and it looks just like a cone head for a fly. So I've always wondered, has anybody here used one of those to make a fly yet? If not, go raid your company's office supplies. I think that's about it. Can't really think of anything else other than to go explore these stores on your own. Have some of your fly time buddies go with you and buy stuff and all chip in and then split it up at the end. If you have anything that you found, please, you know, let me know. I'd love to hear about some other stuff. Send me pictures. I love getting feedback. I love the feedback we've gotten on iTunes recently. And right now, if you want to help monetize, there's no shipping charge until Father's Day on Pro Guide Direct. We've recently added the Vest Pack. We've recently added Costa Del Mar sunglasses. So please go there if you want to help monetize. It's been a slow week for me. I haven't made any money since Memorial Day weekend, actually. So it's been a little rough. Again, I took off last weekend because we had a big party. So that's it for me. Thanks for downloading this episode. Jason is going to finish up the podcast. He's going to polish it up. We'll get it on iTunes. And next up, we're going to have hopefully hatch reels, small stream trout fly fishing, and snakehead tournament. If you're like Aaron and you've got an idea you want for the podcast, don't hesitate. Oh, I remember what the airplane meant. Uh, Those free headphones you get on the airplanes. Break them open. You've got wire to tie midges with like brassies oh yeah i remembered it (sighs) all right that's it jason take it away thank you for joining us for the fly fishing consultant podcast for more information or to contact rob please go to www.robsnowwhite.com